Well, Isaac, good to be with you once again for Woods in the Word getting coffee. And I've actually stolen one of your coffee cups for today because I'm in your house for Thanksgiving. And uh, here we are with a renovation church cup. I really enjoyed being at your church on Sunday. And uh, here we are with a special guest. We've added a wood to Woods in the Word getting coffee (laughs) for a very special reason. So I'm going to ask you to introduce our guest and uh, we'll see what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, so um, we are not the only two Woods that spend any time in the Word, Um, and so we're excited to have my lovely wife, Amanda, join us today on a special edition of Woods in the Word getting coffee because it's a crossover event with a podcast that Amanda and I do called Rings to Tags, and so this episode is going to be embedded in that episode as well, if we can figure out how to do that, Um, but we're excited to have Amanda join us in on Woods in the Word getting coffee this morning. Um, here's my cup. You guys will recognize that. Um, and she's talking about an advent that she's actually put together. Um, so we talk about spending time in the Word. Um, she's put together a daily advent for the season uh, after Thanksgiving, leading up to Christmas, focusing on Luke chapters one and two um, that will be released in a third podcast. Um, that we can kind of talk through her about. But Amanda, welcome to the show. Do you like coffee? I do. I do like coffee. And I brought my mug, my lovely Ohio State Buckeyes mug, oh, because H. it is Beat Michigan Week. <laughs> That's true. No, no M's. <laughs> so go Bucks. Here we Excellent. go. <laughs> Very good. So Amanda, why Advent? Uh, take us through uh, what God's been doing in your heart and life to lead you to uh, prepare this Advent devotional, because that didn't just start this year. No, um, pretty much every year I've always kind of tried to dig into something new about the Christmas story. Just, I, I always want to study something. It's like, okay, I've heard the Christmas story a million times, but there's got to be more to know about it, right? Like Jesus came to earth and we know that, and that's huge. But there's a lot of details provided in this story. And what does that all mean? I feel like we we graze over a lot of that often to just get to the main point. And so last Christmas, I was like, well, you know what? I can't ever really find anything that suits my liking. So I'm just going to start studying. And so I spent like six weeks around the Christmas season through December and even into January studying a deep dive of Luke 1 and 2. And I did it from commentaries and listened to sermons from other pastors and studied some actual history um, of the story, history of like ancient Jewish history, the kind of things they would have known and seen and thought about the story themselves itself and kind of pulled that all together um, into one big book, notebook of information And then right around October of this year, I thought, oh, you know what? I could, I could use that. I could do something with that. Wow. So as you put it together and, and I know how much you love history, how how did the history and the understanding the Jewish history of the moment, how did that impact what you took out of your study of Luke one and two? No spoilers. Yeah, I can't give spoilers. You got to listen. Okay. (laughs) What she said, a thrill of hope. Look it up. Podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever, Facebook. Um, 
what it does, I think, is it just, it gives you a new perspective. There's a lot. I tell Isaac all the time that God would be like excellent in a college lit class. He loves symbolism. He Mm. loves foreshadowing. He loves pulling themes throughout the story. And a lot of that you're not going to pick up on if you're looking at it through an English speaking American lens. You're going to pull a lot more from the text if you understand how the Jews of the day understood what was happening. They understand it differently than we understand it. Their um, their knowledge or even like there are colloquialisms and things like that that are used in the text that meant something to them that mean nothing to us or mean something completely different in our own language. And so I think we have to make sure we always remember that we're reading an ancient text it was written for these people. It's written for us too, but it was first written for these people in their language and with their culture. So when we reach back into that, we can pull a lot out that we might not pick up in our language, in our culture, if we read it from our own perspectives. Excellent. Dad, for those people that have been watching us for a while that have been just waiting for us to finally use the word colloquialism in our (laughs) podcast... There it it is. We got there, but we had to have a special guest to get there. Let it be noted. Very much so. Yeah. Because we have not used that word. What I love about what Amanda is doing here. So, I mean, she has a passion for history and she's a researcher like at heart. And so uh, a lot of this comes natural to her in ways that maybe it doesn't to other folks. But I think what it's an example for and what it's an opportunity for people heading into Christmas the Christmas, something about the Christmas season that just makes you like a little extra curious about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like you just absolutely you, yes. All of us, no the matter where we are in our season. relationship with Christ, we tend to step Thanksgiving. Um, you know, something about a, a grateful heart, having a heart full of gratitude leads you to Jesus. Like that's just how it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she's put together now is an opportunity for you to take attitude and put it into action and on a day to day basis, spend time with God and learn about Jesus. Um, and so it's, she's done the hard work of doing the research and it's just like, so if you, I get the word, you know, how do I spend time doing that? Um, this is a great opportunity to kind of step out and do that. And I think it's a great example. Well, and a, a good model for others to follow. So, Amanda, kind of, kind of talk to us about the design of the devotional and how it's set up, and how the podcast will fit into that, and uh, give us a, a little preview, but no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. That's very important. Um, so, the way it is set up is that we're going to do a daily study for um, five days a week for Monday through Friday of Luke one and two. So, we'll start on November twenty eighth with Luke 1, 1 and just break it into little sections where we can not only do like a commentary style, look at the text verse by verse. What is this? What does this just mean at face value? And then a little more application into um, like a character study of whatever character we're focusing on that day, who they were, what we know about their walk with Christ from the text or what we know about what God is doing from the text or just a little something that we're going to get to know about God through the text. There's every little section has something that you can glean 
from it and how that applies to your daily life in ways that you might not have thought about before. And so that's going to be a Monday through Friday thing in Luke one and two. And then each weekend kind of Saturday and Sunday combined because Christmas weekends are busy. Um, it's going to be a prophecy. Each of the four Advent Saturday Sundays is um, a prophecy of Jesus. So something from the Old Testament that's telling us that the Messiah is coming and the purpose of that and why that matters and how that was fulfilled in the birth, specifically the birth of Christ. So that's what we're going to be looking at. And it's like 20 minutes or less. So it's not a huge daily commitment, 20 minutes or less of a podcast. You have that. I know you do. Absolutely. We hope they do. Cause that's usually uh, what we are asking <laughs> for them as well. That's right. So what, as you prepared this and as you went through it last year, and then as you begin to put it into this format, you have a, you have a person in mind, a target person who would benefit most from this. Uh, Talk a little bit about who that is. Who did you write this for? Yeah. So my personal passion is to teach the word to women. Um, I focus on teaching women about the Bible. I think there's a lot of women out there in ministry who are trying to speak more to the like emotional or societal needs of women. And I really have a passion to say like, we're, we need to know the Bible and we can learn that. We can learn that from our pastors. We can learn that from men, but um, Titus too tells women to, to teach other women. And here's what you need to teach them. You need to disciple other women as older women. And so how are we going to do that if we don't know our Bibles. So that's my passion. My passion is to teach the Bible to other women so that we can then teach the women below us. There's always going to be someone younger than you. There's always someone older than you that you can learn from. And there's someone younger than you that you can be teaching to. And that's my passion. I want women to actually know their Bible so that what we're teaching to those who come behind us is the real word. And I always look to the story actually just right at the beginning in Genesis of Adam and Eve, where the serpent comes to Eve and he Mm -hmm. tells her, Hey, did God really say you can't eat that tree or even touch it? And she's like, yeah, but he didn't. God didn't tell her she couldn't touch the tree. So right there in that moment, you see the danger of not actually knowing what your Bible says, not actually knowing the truth of the word and how easily you can be swayed into deception when you don't really know what your Bible says. So my passion for myself is to truly know the word of God, what the word of God says so that I'm not swayed by deception and then be able to fulfill a Titus to command to teach women that come up behind me their Bible so that they won't be deceived and swayed by the lies that tell them that their Bible says something that it doesn't say. It's a great reminder, not only at Advent season, but even as you're going through the rest of the year and you have some sort of devotional time with God on a daily basis, hopefully, that at some point you yourself are plugged into God's word, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's not just, um, and and Amanda's put great work into this Advent and she's going to provide her thoughts, but that you don't lean on those as much as you open up your Bible, walk through it. And uh, Amanda's put together a study guide that allows you to take notes yourself. And those are the ones that are going to be more powerful to you. Maybe something Amanda says is going to trigger something. Um, just like when, you know, we, we listen to 
to sermons or to podcasts or to anyone, you know, any number of leaders in the faith that, that we can glean insight from. Um, but it starts with your own personal dive into God's word so that you know what he's saying to you. Um, and so this is going to give you an opportunity to start with Luke 1 and 2, um, but hopefully it then leads into 2023 that uh, can be a year full of, of spending daily time in God's word. I know I I didn't start really getting consistent with that until four or five years ago, and it just it makes such an impact on your life, spending that time in God's word, having him speak directly to your heart. It's not this big aha moment, but it's a continuous growth, a continuous inpouring of his insight, his discernment, his wisdom into your life that all of a sudden, <laughs> four years later, you you start making wiser decisions and you start loving people more and you start being able to do this on a more regular basis because he's got a direct line into into your life and so it's not just advent it, it comes out in what Amanda's done here she gives you the space to take your own notes um, and that's really what's going to be impactful to you is what what God says to you through this um, not what God has said to Amanda through this. Well, yeah. and what it will do is you get into the habit of doing that regularly. And again, this is just a great time of the year to start that habit if you're not already in it or just fuel it with new uh, insight. But it creates this anticipation on a daily basis. God's going to guide me. He's going to speak to me. I need his direction. And his word has the answers for life in it. I'm going to dig in and find those. I wonder how he'll show me that today. And they say that it takes 21 days to start a real habit. Exactly. So I, that's enough time. Guess what? If you don't have a habit in the word yet, that's part of my plan here. My thought is that this is enough days that you can develop that. Um, I have, like Isaac said, I have a study guide that you can um, download. All of that link stuff is on my Facebook page, but um, there's a study guide. You can take your own notes. You can develop your own time in the word each day and also learn to be kind of a student. Like I, I think that it's important to take notes. I take Isaac will attest to the fact that there are just like spiral notebooks falling out of places in our house because I take notes on absolutely everything that I study because I think that um, slowing down to think it through, write your own your own thought down something, either if it's like just the exact thing that I say or someone else says or what you thought from it, it's something that you're writing down and then that's going to put it into a different part of your brain to remember it later. And you're kind of, you're learning to um, spend time in God's word, but you're also learning to be a student of God's word, like actually learning to study by taking some time to sit down and take notes. And I encourage people to actually have their Bibles, their own Bibles open in front of them. But because I know not everybody has the same version, the study guide does have what I use, which is New King James version of um, the text at the top of it. So you could follow along in your own, or you can make sure you are following along in the exact version that I'm using by using what I put at the top of the study guide. I like New King James version. Not everyone does. I like kind of the, it's not old English, but it's still pretty emphatic English. So that's a fun and then one. Highlight, highlight and underline. Like as you get in, yeah. highlight, underline, and then dad, you have a habit of getting a Bible, working your way through it, highlighting it, underlining it, and then giving it away and starting to fresh, don't you? Right. Yeah. I'm finishing up uh, 
two years in my uh, ESV and uh, thinking about what uh, what new Bible am I going to break in in January of this year. It's always hard to turn loose of it because it's got some good notes in it, but uh, I'm actually have one for each of your children and each of my other grandchildren uh, to pass along and uh, uh, I want people to know that I, uh, I studied my Bible. And mm-hmm. so I put the date every day that I read something, I put the date next to what I read. So you can see not only that I read it, but how many times did I read it in the course of a year or two? So, yep. uh, hopefully that's a legacy. Off. So, uh, so Amanda, tell us exactly now, how can we find this? Cause this is compelling and we've got some interested people out there. So where do they go yeah. to find this, uh, devotion and uh, and get ready to jump into a new habit uh and a fresh look at the advent season come uh, come monday of next week yeah okay so yeah it starts like you said monday november 28th and it is called i'll say this as clearly as i possibly can enunciate what she said a thrill of hope so like as in the Oh, Holy Night song, A Thrill of Hope, A Weary World Rejoices. So what she said, A Thrill of Hope, you can find it on, gosh, where do we put it? You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Google. Um, and then it's got a Facebook page as well. And if you follow Woods in the Word or you follow Rings to Tags or any of us individually as human beings, um, you can find the links to the podcast. I think we've pretty pretty well covered. So hopefully it's really easy to find. But um, if you, if you, if all else fails, look it up on Apple podcasts and there is a trailer there and we'll have the show posted and in the notes will be like the links to the study guide and things like that. So you can download it or save it. If you're just pointing down, if you're watching this video, the links will be below the video. (laughs) Excellent. Now I have a, I have a request because uh, of, there are other woods that are in the word and that like to drink coffee, but there are none others in my family tree that can actually sing, whereas oh, no. you can. So is there any is there any time in this devotional where you're actually going to sing the words to Oh Holy Night, the thrill of hope? Because nope. I would I would want to hear that. <laughs> nope. Maybe I'll okay. do a special insertion somewhere. But okay. I did find Just a lovely guitar version of it. So we have that. <laughs> okay, very good. But uh, it's you're not a thing. So maybe I'll do a special encore presentation at some point. I'll come down you to your church and we'll record it there. Excellent. That sounds like a great idea because we'll otherwise we'll have to start a fourth podcast, Woods That Can Sing. That's just me, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm alone. Yeah. I don't want to so, do it alone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe your kids. We can bring them into that because I'm. Yes, I'm they hopeful. can sing. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, Thank you for joining us today. This is great. We're looking forward to this. And uh, thank you for taking the time and the study to uh, enrich uh, how we can think about Christmas. That'll be very special. We look forward to it. I hope so. I hope everyone enjoys it. And like when I did the study, there was just a lot that I didn't know before. So I hope hope that you don't know it or some of it too. (laughs) And that that my work will be of use to other people as well. I'm certain that'll be the case. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll sign off from here and we'll look forward to uh, checking it out as uh, as we go through the next month. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. See ya.